Hi, welcome back to your first million. It's Arlen. I am in my home office in Los Angeles. I'm back from New York. I was there for three months. I'm back and I have some ideas just going like the last two days, last 48 hours have just been nonstop. And I've talked to so many interesting people, learned so much in the last 48 hours. And I just wanted to share a little bit of it with you. Hopefully it'll help you think through a couple things if you're having trouble. Um, it's all, it's all around like this main idea of the fact that of course I'm a venture capitalist, a venture catalyst. I have invested in more than 200 companies, but you probably have heard me more than once talk about the idea that you do not necessarily need outside funding. And it may be that you don't need it today, but you could use it later or that you don't ever need it. And I'm just going to keep sounding that drum because I, I, don't I'm going to tell you what is what is honest and real and authentic to me and that is that feeling right that's that thought and so many people have taken on um venture capital angel capital that's okay it's okay if you have I'm not saying that that's wrong I'm saying that there are thousands and thousands and thousands of you who right now are very um frustrated that you have not raised capital for your company and that you are actually in a really great position, an interesting position. And if you have raised, this will apply to you too. So I want you to think about why you're raising money. Why are you raising? Why are you, um, why do you think you need to raise? How much are you raising? Okay, those two questions are really important. And I talk to people, I counsel people, I have customers and clients and all that too. I have portfolio companies and I, I talk about this uh, behind closed doors, but I, I want to bring it to you here so you can think about it on your own. Why are you raising money? Is it to grow? Is it to be in competition so that you can you don't uh, leave the competition behind? Um, is it to get started because you need people on the team to do XYZ, to, to launch a website, to do this or that. Why are you raising? And then how much are you raising and why? Why that number? Why is that the number that you believe you should raise? And also in my free course Arlen's, on Arlen's Academy about raising capital, I talk about this a lot, right? If you haven't taken that or joined that, feel free. Um, it's free. Uh, it's, it's a very long course, so this will just be a few minutes. Um, but think about that. And the reason I want you to think about that is because people come to me and they say, I'm raising a million dollars or I'm raising 500,000 or I'm raising 2.5 million, whatever the case may be. And then I ask them why. And I don't think they're ready for that. They're not, you know, there's a use of funds in the deck in the slot, in the pitch deck of use of funds, marketing and team and research and development, all of that. But really why, why that number? And sometimes, and most times, most cases, if you go back and you write down line by line why you believe you need a certain amount of money, it's really coming from a place that it's like arbitrary. It's like you you read about it, somebody else did it, you think it's the way, but it's not necessarily the case. And it's, a lot of times, yes, of course, you've researched and you know that this might cost this amount, or you may have a quote from someone and you know that the website costs 200000 to build or the app or this or that. But let me tell you, there's everything is negotiable and everything can be done in a different way. 
And there's also this sweat equity that you can put in. So if you are trying to put together a website, you can go to Google and go to YouTube and you can spend a few hours learning about low code and no code websites. You can put things together. Now, you may not um, want to do it that way, but you can't. Right, so there's there's different ways you can have an, a, a minimum viable product, an MVP, and and so that's just the kind of the foundation is to think through the the why and and the amount. Then I want you to think about the effort you're putting in to raise this money. You are, if you're raising or if you're thinking about raising, you you'll you'll experience this, but you're most likely having multiple conversations. You are reaching out to people, some warm, some cold. You are um, asking that person or those people to meet with you, get jump on a Zoom, meet with you in person. You're walking up to people at conferences or at uh, meetups. And you're just having multiple conversations, which is the same thing, by the way, that many investors have to do if they're starting funds or if they're working at funds because they have to raise money too. So it's, again, I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying let's picture it together, this process that you're in. Have you been in this process for the past month, six months, year, more? Have you been in that process where you're, you're on a regular basis either reaching out to people to get meetings or meeting with people? Think about, if you are, think about how much time that takes up. And think about how much mind share that takes up and how much anxiety it causes in some cases think about how much prep time and how many times you've said the same thing over and over again and how many times you've had the same pushback or different pushback from different people think about the times that people have said that they were interested but then they ghosted you or they even said they were going to invest but never did because something came up in life and not that they were bad but something came up in their life and they didn't have the money right Think about all of that. Let that kind of flow. <laughs> this is like my own kind of meditation. Think about that. Put yourself in that room. And <clears throat> imagine where you are not taking that energy any longer or for a certain period of time. I'm not saying you have to go cold turkey and completely stop raising money. But let's say you've decided that from the time you listen to this for the next 90 days, instead of looking for outside capital, no matter what what uh, stage you're in or what your level of success is, if you're just getting started or if this is your third company, let's just say for the next 90 days, and I'm just pulling that number out of the air, honestly, because I don't have any notes, I'm just talking, but let's just say if we were sitting here and I was having dinner with you or something and we were talking and you were frustrated about fundraising, which so many people have been, <clears throat> that for 90 days, instead of putting that energy towards fundraising and asking people to take money out of their own pocket to give to you so that you can do your you can um, have your dream met what if you took that energy and you put it towards sales of the product or service that you are working on and let's say you might say hey arlen i it's a great idea but i don't i don't have the product or service that's what i'm trying to get the money to create <clears throat> Well, if that is the case, there's a version of your product or service, like the main app or the main product that you can 
work on that is not the exact version that you're going out to raise on. What I mean by that is you have the power now to create a world where you are funding your own projects by different ways. Like there's no one telling, there's no one that's in the hallway saying, hey, you cannot have an agency business where you consult people on this topic. There's no one saying that. So let's break it down, what I mean. Let's say you are a person who has started a company that is, or you're wanting to start a company or you've started it that is a fintech product. You want to start an app or you already have an app that you've launched and you're raising money so that you can, you know, hopefully onboard thousands of customers one day who will pay for stuff within that app. And you say, well, I need $200,000 to build the app and I need $60,000 to have somebody come on board and help me with operations. And this, this, and the other, and I'm raising $500,000. What I'm saying is, what is stopping you from stopping that whole process, taking a breath and stepping back and saying, what if I um, did one of a few things, one or more of a few things? What if you had clients and your, these clients are people, entrepreneurs, other types of consumers who need help with the thing that your work, that the, the app does. Like they need manual help with what you're trying to do uh, uh, in, in a tech basis. Now, of course, I know that many of you, I know this, that right now that is your service. You have this service. You are a consultant and you're trying to build an app around that. I know that. We'll get to that. What I'm saying is for the thousands of people I talk to every year (laughs) who are building something, who are building something that costs a lot of money or some sort of money, and they think they have to go outside, what if you said, okay, there's there's a lot of things here. You can write this down if you want. I'm going to do one, two, or three of the following. I'm going to have clients that I charge a a certain amount. Maybe it's a low four figures so that I that I can consult them about this part of the financial side of what they do. That's one thing. And another thing is I'm going to have, and again, I'm, I'm going to tell you a list of a few things. You don't have to do all these things, and they're in different lanes. And I don't want to distract you, but I'm saying there, there's no one coming to save us. There's no one coming to save you, and there are an uh, unlimited number of ideas of what you could do right now. If you're like just so frustrated that you can't raise money, there are so many things you can do for yourself right now. So let's say you have, you're a consultant for a few weeks. Let's say you have an event series, like you you go to a local hotel and see how much it costs to have a little room that you can rent out that's on the, a meeting room, and you bring 12 people together and they pay 150 bucks each, and you teach them for three hours about something that's of value. Or you go to your local co-working spot that's a bit more hip, and you say, look, I'm going to bring some, I'm going to bring 20, 30 people in, they're going to see this place for the first time, and don't charge me to do this, but I'm giving them a free tour, basically. And maybe some of them will, you can talk to them for five minutes about joining. 
and you're bringing them in and maybe they're paying for a ticket or maybe they're not paying for a ticket, but once they get there, you offer your services and, and you pick up one or two clients, right? Or what if you, yes, of course, I'm going to say the thing that might be uh, squeamish for some people, but what if you did launch a course? Like what if you did have a um, 30 to 60 to two hour, 60 minute course or a two hour course that was either by video or just audio with canvas slides showing uh, or slides you put together and or you with a whiteboard behind you and you're just writing stuff out and teaching and you did that and you broke it into four to eight little modules and you gave them names and you pop that sucker on teachable which is what I use or you go to Kajabi or some other place that does this and you sell it for $47 or $200 or $19 or $350 whatever the case may be what is the value how much do you charge you tell me what's the value of it and you put that out there into the world. And all the t t the tweeting and the threading and the Instagram posts that you're doing actually have a place to go and people, you tell them to go to the link. And what if that, what I just described to you took you four hours to do and you sold three of them and you made 150 bucks and you're like, what, what? that's $150, oh my God. It's $150 that you didn't have before. Now, of course, yes, you got to sign up for Teachable and you got to pay this and that. But you hear, you see what I'm saying? Like what I'm trying to tell you is that you have all these tools. You have all these things within you that you don't have to feel down and out. You don't have to feel like there's no other option but somebody else who is wealthy coming in and writing me a check and then telling me what to do, basically. Right? Uh, what if, what if you, yes, started a podcast? Now that's a longer play. Starting a podcast is a longer play because you got to have several episodes. You got to have people listening, but you can use the podcast, not just use it, not just to sell ads, but you can be your first ad. You could use the podcast. You've seen on my podcast. I tell you what new things that I have, new offers that I have. Okay. Like think about how it, that kind of version of it. I um I know people do some day trading. I don't really do day trading, but I know that there's something in that. What if you got uh you went online and you started actually went to Zoom and you said uh you signed up for a webinar, the you created a webinar and there's an option there to put a payment on there. And you said I'm going to do a webinar two Tuesdays from now, and it's going to cost $17 to join. It's an hour and a half, and I'm going to teach you something about the fin. But going back to the fintech thing, I'm going to teach you something. Is it worth $17 to the person? If it is, then you create that, put that out there. I don't care if one person comes to it or a thousand people come to it. You've done it. And then maybe you can record it and then maybe you can sell it as a course and then maybe you could do it again and again in a different topic and then you have five, six courses that you send people to. And you didn't have to hire anybody to make a website because Teachable or Kajabi or all those are low code or no code and they'll build it for you. It's already there. You see where I'm, you see where I'm coming from here? <laughs> you know, there's just multiple ways of doing things. There are memberships. There are... Um, you could, you could say that you're having a three day, uh, challenge in person if you wanted to do that and, and you, you want to get six people, it's only six seats and it costs $300 and you're going to take people from, through a transformation. Now, all the stuff I'm saying here, of course, has more to it. 
And I'm not just going to, you're not going to just all of a sudden, boom, I'm good. I've made a million dollars. I'm good. But hopefully of the thousands of people who listen to this every week, and thank you so much for doing so, hopefully the hundreds who stick around to this part 16 minutes in, somebody is saying, oh, this is interesting. What if I did take the next 90 days or six months or a month or whatever the case may be, and instead of putting all my energy into chasing people and asking them, and it's not bad to ask them for money, but instead of doing that, why don't I bet on myself? Why don't I invest in myself? Why don't I become my first investor? You have a day job? Can you put another 10% than you normally do? Can you put that in an account every time you get a paycheck? Get that first 2000 together? Let that do something for you? Can it put you in the right room? Sometimes being in the right room is everything. Is there a conference coming up that you have looked at and you're like, man, that costs a lot of money. I don't know if, if I want to do that. I can't afford to do that. Can I afford to do that? And then what if you do it my way and you say, wait, can I afford not to? Can something happen? I was just at uh, Lamar Tyler's event uh, a few weeks ago in Atlanta. And just being in the room was really fun to watch everybody making connections, doing their thing. And I had ideas from it. I, I, I was sparked. I was inspired by it. You know, I was at multiple people's events, Rachel Rogers event, multiple people's events. And yes, they're expensive, but is it, what, what does it cost you not to be in the room? What's the, what's the cost of not participating? And that's just an example. Can you bet on yourself? If there's something that you want to do, is there is there an online course or there's a, a mastermind or there is a trip you want to go on and maybe meet a certain customer or a potential customer and you're weighing it and you're saying, ah, yeah, this is really tough. I don't know if I can afford this. In a year, again, this is coming from somebody who used to be poor for most of my life, so I'm not, I'm not being flippant. I'm not being privileged and flippant here. I'm being very much so... This is what I would say to my younger self. In a year, will it matter that you spent that money? Will it matter? Will you figure it out like you always figure it out? And maybe by going on that trip to have that meeting in person with the potential buyer, uh, maybe something happens, something magical happens. Maybe you go that extra step and that was the difference. Now, of course, you want to make sure that in this case, people want you there. Don't, don't, don't uh, infringe on people's boundaries. But you get my drift here. Sometimes just going that extra step, spending the extra dollar, putting that out into the world changes everything. And if you're willing to, like if I said to you, there's an you, let's say you live in L.A. and there's an investor. I said in Miami, there's an investor in Miami and they're going to be at this spot at this time. And if you jump on a plane right now, you'll be able to meet them um, and you'll be in their atmosphere to pitch. The specific person that you wanted to meet. Some of you, a lot of you would jump on that plane and go because there's an investor who could potentially give me a lot of money. But that's like super, super uh, low odds that that's actually going to work. Sometimes it does work, but it's low odds because you don't know the person and maybe they will. Maybe you will get to see them. Maybe you won't. But many of you are like, that is a risk that I'm willing to take because 
if I can get a hundred K out of a, a $700 plane ticket, let me go. But if I say to you in Miami, same thing tomorrow, there's an event where a thousand people are getting together, uh, entrepreneurs, and there's just no question. There's no like limit to who you might meet, what you might be inspired to do, what you might learn. She should go. Most of you would say, oh, I don't know. How much is the hotel? Like, oh, I got stuff to do tomorrow. I don't know if I can do that. It's like you change that. But there is a high possibility that in that room, there's $100,000 waiting for you. Not maybe from an investor, but maybe from a partner, a customer. That's like becomes their LTV, their lifetime value becomes a thousand, hundred thousand. And you didn't have to exchange any equity for it. Or it could be that you meet a, par- a, a future partner or you meet someone who ha- is, is really good at something that you want to link up with them and they help you, you help them. It could be that you, the fourth person who spoke had this, said this sentence that just like unlocked something for you that you've been working on for weeks. So much to that. There's so much to it. You know? Or another example is if I said that to you and you said that, okay, maybe let me jump on this flight. Another example is there might be this $700 online course that's going to teach you something from somebody reputable and people are, bra- you know, just raving about it. And you're like, ah, it's expensive. I'll, I'll check it out next time. Or I'll go to YouTube, figure it out on my own. Why aren't you investing in yourself? Why aren't you taking that extra step? I say this as somebody who uh, every single every single week, at least, I don't know, two, three, four, five, six days, <laughs> from two to six days a week, every single week, no matter where I am in the world, no matter what I'm doing, I am learning. I have purchased in the last two weeks four or five online courses. I probably spent up to $5,000 on them. I look at them every day. I go between them two or three at a time. I research more to look for. I'm looking through events I can go and sit in and just be there. I get paid five figures, like mid five figures, to speak at events all the time. But you'll sometimes find me in the back row of an event just listening, just learning. Don't. Don't think that there's just one source of investment for you. There's somebody who has a high net worth individual or a fund. And if on a whim that day they like what they see and you're the right person for them, that's how you move on. And, ooh, I got it. There are so many other ways that you can um, take control of life, of your life, of your destiny. You can control it. Like right now, like if you're on the 23rd minute with me and we're going to do the code, we're going to do the code word. It's going to be post it because I'm looking at post it notes, post it, P-O-S-T dash I-T. If you're on the 23rd minute with me and whether you've listened to me at regular speed or 2X and you're like, yeah, <laughs> let me, let me do, let me switch things up a little bit. I've been, I kind of forgot. I forgot. Let me switch things up. 
You have the power this very moment, whether it's at night, early morning, on your commute, 10 years after I recorded this, whatever. You have that power right now to change things for yourself, to change the momentum of your life, to change the trajectory of your life. There's nobody else on this planet who has more control of your life than you. Isn't that exciting? That's exciting to me. When I say stuff like that, I feel it like it comes from somewhere. I don't know that I'm going to say it. And I feel it in my, in my guts, you know, in my chest. And I also remember, oh, man, you, sleep, you slept on the floor of the airport and you were homeless. And I remember, would I hear this message? If I were listening to this right now, would I hear it? And the answer is yes, because that's how I got here. That's how I got myself out of the airport was by having those thoughts. I was thinking like this back then. And I said, there's no way other people are going to control my destiny. Now, along the way, sometimes I forget. Sometimes I think, oh, this person didn't invest or this person didn't return my call or this person doesn't. Who cares? Nobody else but you has the power to make your life what you want it to be. This is your call. This is your moment. This is your reminder that you have power. You have agency over your life. And what I want to get back to, the original thought here was don't just think about what some investor can come in and give you. Think about what you, what's yours to take, what's already yours to take. There are 5, 10, 15, 20 different lanes that you can be in right now. I don't suggest that you get into 20 lanes. I suggest that you think of 20 lanes and choose one or two. Get you some clients. Get you, uh, get you some digital products. Uh, do some things that add value to people's lives and make it available. Because there's somebody who's looking for you right now. There's somebody who needs what you have to teach them. And if they're not going to find you unless you go out there and say, I'm doing it. Here it is. And don't let one failure or one lackluster event or one lackluster campaign or launch make you feel like, oh, I can't do this. Everybody, everybody starts from something. Everybody had their first launch and to see whether it went good or not well or not everybody does you can't just be you can't just be a billionaire overnight a millionaire overnight that's why my book is called my new book is called your first million you got to go from somewhere to get to somewhere you know you got to get your first million okay mark cuban had a first million he's sitting on six billion right now but he had a first million you have a first million in you i know you do If you've made a million dollars, you have a second million in you. I know you do. Okay, I'm charged up for you and I need to see you succeed. I need us to succeed. I need us to do well. And I don't mean I need us to all be rich. And I don't mean I need us to all be on a certain uh, vibration of woo, right? What I mean is I need you to be good. I need you to be able to pay your rent or your mortgage I need you to be able to travel when you want to, to watch what you want to watch, take your family to certain restaurants you want to go to. I want you to, to breathe and, and taste life to the fullest. I want you to be able to, to make decisions and have options because that's freedom. I talked about that a little bit in my last, one of my last episodes. I need that for you. 
I need that for you. It's an obsession of mine. And so I'm hoping you're hearing me. With every minute that ticks by, people will drop off. If you're still here, there's a reason. There's a reason you're listening to my voice right now. Go do something about it. Go do something about it. 